Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we are doing another episode of Survivor. It is season 27, Blood vs. Water, and the episode is called The Dead Are Still Talking or Walking? <laughs> the Dead Can Still Talk. The Dead Can Still Talk. It's not The Walking Dead here, but the it wall might says be. Boy Parts. Yeah, that's American Horror Story was in here before us. But I'm your host, Justin Walter, and joining me tonight is the one and only Ryan Allen Carrillo, everybody. Ryan Allen Carrillo. I'm back. Now, obviously, Jerry Manthe is not here tonight. She sends her regards. She wishes she could be here. She actually had to go up north for a couple days for work. So she she, uh, she is she's a, a plumber, right? She is a plumber. <laughs> Jerry, in her spare time, is not a plumber. She's also a chef. So Jerry she is, is yeah. She's a she's a professional chef. How did I not know this? Yeah, Jerry's got multi you know talents. Yeah, actress. Yeah, comedian. She's comedian, and I actually she was in Hollywood this weekend, and I went and saw her show. She was hysterical. It was really funny. That's enough about Jerry. Yeah, enough about Jerry. But she's here in spirit, and we miss you, Jerry. So we do. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We have tonight's episode, obviously, to cover, but we also have a special guest. He was supposed to we be do. with us last week, and unfortunately, he couldn't be because we had some timing and because of Jerry. Again. No, but not because of Jerry, because of you. You bailed on me last week, but thanks for showing up this week. Sorry, I'm being sued by a famous person. <laughs> oh, gosh. But tonight we have Troy Zan from Survivor One World with us. So, Stephen, is uh, Troy Zan here with us on Get video him on Skype? the line now. He is getting here on Skype. So, Troy Zan is here. We want to get his thoughts on this season. We right. also want to talk to him about our interview when we had Colton in, and a lot of fans 
they wanted to see Troisen and hear what he had to say about that whole kind of scenario and situation. Right. A lot of drama. Oh. A lot of drama. Troisen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you see me? Not yet. Can we get him on Give the screen? One yeah, one sec. We're going to get you. Last time Troy Zen called in, uh, one or two seasons ago, he was naked. On the... He's naked, He's naked again! again. <laughs> Stand up, Troy Zen. Troy Zen, are Troy you Zen. naked in there? What do you expect? You call me? I mean, I'm, I'm, it's like 12.20 at night for me. I'm, like, I'm, I'm ready to hit the sack. I'm, a, I'm in a hotel room in New York City. I love it. And you... you you know, you stayed up for us, so thank you for staying up on the East Coast. We appreciate it. I think I had to drink some coffee. I had to eat like a tiramisu to keep myself awake here. I love Perfect. it. So first, what are your thoughts? Do you like the Blood versus Water season as a former player, someone who is a huge Survivor fan? We've talked about that with you a lot. Are you liking this season as a whole? Oh, I mean, I loved it from the right from the very beginning. I thought it was like major drama right off the bat where they've got, you know, people sleeping out in the – in the jungle and on the beach, like on day one, not knowing what the hell was even about to happen. And then it was like, okay, line up, instantly vote somebody out. That's <laughs> classic survivor drama. Yeah. You know, plus I like the fact that I'm not a big fan of like Redemption Island, just be, only because I would like to play it. But as far as like a viewer, right. I think it takes too much extra time. Yes. But, but this year I kind of like it because it's got the twist where you can switch out and there's quite a bit more drama where, you know, everyone's in the arena watching. People can, like, throw their fuck you F-bombs and everyone <laughs> can get all crazy. So that, you know, I, I like it. Survivor is about drama, you right? I mean, yeah. that's why we watch it. So I, I think was, there's a good drama this year. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 so far, so good. I was saying they should do Redemption Island like they do on Top Chef where the Redemption Island part of the competition is online. So you'd have to log on, you watch that. But then you, as a viewer, you just get to watch a full... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline episode as opposed to i mean it took so much time every week yeah i know that's the thing it's like i would rather see camp life i mean i'm not so much into like you know losing toenail shots that's not exactly <laughs> like my favorite survivor moments <laughs> yeah, but it, you know something a little bit more like just strategy stuff around camp stuff that's like kind of like if you go back way back like 10 years where they showed a little more survival right. aspect of massage. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're 20, we get 20 minutes in the episode, we're looking at our watches and saying we're still on, at the duel. You know, it is, it is a different kind of season. Do you anticipate anyone else switching with their loved one in the duel who's left in the game? Because we haven't seen that a whole lot this season, even though it is a twist, it adds that element. Do you see any of the remaining players switching with their loved I ones? I just don't see that because it's like it's everyone so far is like, I, I don't see, I'm trying to think like who would actually switch switch out do you think uh, do you think cat and hayden Aris was not going to do any switching either is vetus what about cat and hayden you you know i don't, what do you I think, don't think cat and hayden i think hayden first of all 
they're a couple, but they've only been a couple for what a year. So it's not like they're just like, okay, I love you, baby, forever. <laughs> right. I'm gonna do the ultimate sacrifice. Right. You know, he's out there playing for himself, and so is she. Are you so, close with Cat? Because you did play on her season. Do you know her yeah. pretty well? Oh, I'm super close with Cat. I've taken pictures of Cat. She's come to my house. I mean, like she's like my little sister. Oh, yeah. So I mean, naughty. I know Cat very well, and Cat wants to win. I mean, so in her mind. You know, I would say she would probably scratch and beg and plead like, Hayden, please, I want to switch. If, you know, if she got voted out, I'm sure that she'd beg, beg. Yeah. you know, or advice for, you know, I, I, if he said, I'm out, she's like, okay, honey, <laughs> Bye. do your best to get back in. What do you make of Monica and Brad this season? Because, again, Monica is someone, obviously, that was on One World. Well, I mean, Monica is so much different on Blood versus Water than she was on One World. I mean, it's just, it's night and day. First of all, I think that she's being extra nice to Colton. And I think that's very, what is it? <laughs> I would never, <laughs> I couldn't do what she's done because she was very mean to her. Mm-hmm. And he actually was somewhat mean to her outside the game. So I don't see, like, she's really. You know, quite the person for, you know, even considering to play with him again. And I love Brad and Monica. To me, it's like, what a great couple, especially after not tonight. You know, when you, when you see her like, you know, can I trade out with you? Can I, can I switch with you, honey? He goes, and he's like, you know, this kind of hero. And I think Brad is like, the well, hold, hold on a minute, Troy. I don't know if I could say he's a hero from that moment because if, I would have been shocked. If Brad Culpepper would have let his wife take his spot, that's more of like a pride thing, I think. Right. I could never in a million years see him saying, all right, honey, I'll let you, you know, take my spot. So I don't think it's really that big of a deal that he said no. You mean, well, do you think that, you mean if she would have got voted out? You no, 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 think no. That- I think for him to let Monica switch and go on the duel in Redemption right. Island, he then- would have gotten so much criticism for, you know, not being the man of the relationship right. and the savior and kind of the hero. He would have lasted two seconds on that tribe anyway. Yeah. You know I mean, so I, I just think him saying like, no, Monica, it's not really that big of a deal. I don't think it was a hero move. No. Well, I mean, I just, I, I, for, well, <laughs> I like to watch Brad just because I think he's a, a good character to 100%. watch. And I think he's got a lot of energy and a lot of stuff going on. And, Crazy. And if, and if you said, okay, let's start this season without Brad Culpepper. Yeah. Come no. on. You don't have a whole lot happening. We were right. saying, too, we miss him in the game element where he's strategizing and causing yeah, drama. Right. And he's Missing such a great counting. character. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting no. if he does come back. Yeah, no, I liked it. There's a lot of, and it seemed like there was like maybe extra drama in Redemption Island tonight too. You know, mm-hmm. just with him there with the two that he had just, you know, yeah. supposedly hated. And yeah. I don't know. I think Candace was a little bit like, I think she got it thrown in her face a little bit because yeah, um, yeah. Jeff was like, listen, you know, it wasn't just Monica that voted you out, and it wasn't just you know like all these people here. You know, you haven't spent one second on either tribe, <laughs> so how can you possibly come up with these scenarios that Brad Culpepper is this terrible person? You know, it takes, you know, more than one person to vote you out. So why don't you hate everybody else? Yeah. Why are you picking on the Culpeppers? I don't, and I don't, still don't quite grasp that. Why is she picking on the Culpeppers? Yeah, I, I think we'll it's, I think, you know, if we ever get a chance to talk to her, I think probably a huge part of it is just that sting of, coming in 24 hours, you know, on a drop of a, a dime to play the game and you get there and you right. think you actually have a shot. And I, then, I think it's a little more than that. Yeah. I think it's a little pregame. Oh. It might have been going down. What are you talking about? Like, you know, 
So, I mean, you know, she can't, how can you be mad at one person unless something was promised to you or something was spoken or I don't know. That's just my own take on it. Interesting. Hmm. So we got to talk to you about Colton and him <laughs> on this season and him on our show. Yeah. A lot of our fans are like, get Troy's in on. We want to hear his, Lots side, of controversy. his side of the story. So I actually we went back and looked at what Colton said regarding you on our show. So yeah. I'm just going to read that word for word so we don't okay. paraphrase on, you know, what Colton said so we don't get it wrong. This is right. this is quality journalism here. Correct. Right after but, if wanna, TV. but if you want to go I back, like that. I, I like that because you know Colton tends to tell stories that are a little far fetched. Okay, well, here's a jumping point to get into the Colton talk. So on our show, we were talking about him quitting, obviously, right. and about you know fans and other people being angry. And he said the only person here he goes. He said the only person I feel who has the right to be upset with what I did is Troy because Troy was the male male alternate. And he was the first phone call that I made when I got back to the States. And I was like, this is what happened. And he was fine. He was like Colton. He said it was your game. And he even told me he was like, honestly, he's like, I don't know if I would have wanted to do this season. That's what that's what he said. I said that I wouldn't want to do the season. He said that you basically said it's fine, Colton, that you quit. I never. The, I first of all, never, did, did he call all, you? First of all, I would know, he did call me. Okay. So what was the conversation was that said? you remember? And he said there's I I was like first of all, I knew that he had quit. So I think I might have left him a message like give me a call. I got to find out why you this why you did that because he knows how I feel about quitters. And you that know, is I can't stand it. Okay. You know, I mean, I, everyone knows that. I just have said this to casting, I've said it to everybody. Like I start naming off people that have quit and like they're they're bad on my list. You know, and so I would never, first of all, I've never said that I was okay with Colton quitting, ever. I would never be, I'm still, I'm not okay with Colton quitting. I think it's a total Bush League move. There's so many people that want to get on that show. And I I mean, if, if, and if he felt, if I felt like he took my spot and then quit, I'd be extra pissed. You know, I wasn't his alternate. I mean, I was, me and my brother were considered, you know, to play, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't, I wasn't the, the, you know, exact alternate for Colton and Kaleem. It wasn't, that wasn't the case of anything. I was a, a alternate for probably Aris and somebody else. But what happened was there just was too many one world people picked this year. Mm-hmm. And I, they want to use me for, for something else. And I wasn't going to, wasn't going to get on this season, you know, but I, and, and the thing about Colton is I wouldn't, I would, I would not say I'm okay with it. The only thing that I would say I'm okay with is that, Okay, I didn't make this season. I was disappointed. I was bummed out. I would, you know, I'm ready to play like right now, and I've <laughs> I've come to like peace with like not playing. Yeah, but so, not so is him that, is quitting. That, is I mean, that, that's just that's not. I would, I'm not fine with that at all. And I, I and I don't think that. I don't think he. I mean, so is that what you said to him? Because you're still not saying what, this is what I said to him, or this is how the conversation went. You, you, a couple times you said this is what I would say to him. So what actually did the what happened in the conversation? I said to I said Colton, why why would you quit? Like what was you, why well, what what the hell happened out there? Well, he went into a long story about you know. First of all, I know Colton because I played with him before, and he he tells he tends to tell stories that are false or fibs and and he believes his own stories. You know, he talked to me about production 
and that that he had been promised certain things and that he was promised that I was going to play with him and that there was no way he was going to play unless Troy Zan played. And I just think that was all just BS. I mean, I don't think that, that any producer, you know, calls up, you know, another calls me up, calls Colton up, calls anybody up and says, listen, this is what we're going to do. This is what we want. This is how the game's going to go. He made it sound like, you know, Troy, the game was set up for me. You know, huh. I've been called a couple times before, and Blood versus Water was set up for me okay. to play. And I mean, the, the season was set up around me. And because you weren't out there, and because they started off, you know, not Blood versus Water, and I was playing not with, you know, they say that he, they somehow promised that he was going to play with Kaleeb, promised that they were going to play with me, and he threw a fit, and he said, I just was, you know, I, I was just tired of it and it didn't work out I, that's why i quit so like, and then kind of coming out of you know his media run and what he said on our show and i've read things on line he said a lot about how he strategically made the decision to leave the game to give caleb a better chance and that was you know the ultimate decision so he had a hand in in caleb going further in the game do you that's buy not that true that's not true i know colton i know colton probably colton is a, he watches this show adamantly and I think Colton is a very good player watching the show. But I think when he goes on the sh- on the island to play, he has in his head a certain strategic way to play. I'm going to play this way, A, B, C, D, E. And he's got it all strategized out from day one to day 39. And if it doesn't work out his way, then he's like, he's just going to be a spoiled sport. Hmm. And I say that with a smile on his face because he knows that. He's like... He's gonna be a baby. Like it's not. I want it my way. Otherwise, I'm gonna be a nah, 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 It's not going my way. Well, if it doesn't go my way, I'm just gonna quit. And that's what Colton did. It wasn't going his way out there. I'm sure that's what's what happened. I'm sure that you know his back was up against the wall. The other the other tribe mates out there were saying like Colton, I don't want to strategize with you. I we're, we're gonna vote you out. And he said to himself, I'm not gonna get voted. I'm just gonna quit. Yeah. And that's what happened. I'm I'm sure of it because it was he was close to being like that when I played with him the first yeah. time. Yeah, you know he was getting all squirrely and going over the girls' tribe, you know, and we're like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I said, "You're in my alliance," you know, and it was one of those things where, like, you know, if I would have said, "Colton, I don't like what you're doing," we're going to vote you out. Yeah. He probably would have quit. Do well, you think that he quit the first time, or what, I think that he got sick because he was dumb enough not to drink enough water. Or drink coconut juice or eat rice because he's like, I don't like the rice. I don't <laughs> like coconuts. I don't like any of this food. I'm like, well, dude, guess what? There's not the menu. You know, this is what you get. But he did, he's not, he wasn't smart enough to keep himself hydrated. So he made himself sick. So he, he, for, he might made himself sick and he got sick. Mm-hmm. Now I've talked to Tarzan who was on his tribe. I, you know, I don't know because I wasn't there personally. He, I was in a different tribe. Yeah. That's when we had switched. You know, we broke eggs, and then yeah. he went one way, and I went another way. And so I, I didn't get to actually see him laying there. You know, yeah. but there's stories that you know Tarzan has talked to me about, and that he felt like he kind of forced himself to get sick, and it was kind of strange that he just went off in the woods, and then all of a sudden he was sick, and then you know, I mean, 
Tarzan wanted to examine him, yeah. and, and and he never got a chance to. And he said, if I would have examined him, I would have told him, you're not sick enough to go home. Yeah. Well, I don't think we'll have to worry about ever seeing Colton play Survivor again. So Never say yeah, never. They, I don't think it'll ever happen. I'm pretty much yeah, willing I to bet that Jeff will not Pope happen. Done. Bad enough. Like, I, I could see Jeff, you know, and Done. when he said, you know, you're good at Survivor on the couch. Stay there. Are you really <laughs> quitting? And are you quitting a yeah. second time? He really, like, shoved it yeah. in his face. I mean, I don't know. for I, I can't say 100% did Colton quit quit the first time you know but we know uh, he did the second <laughs> you know, i know for sure he yeah. quit and i think he quit because he knew he couldn't win yeah well real quick choice and who do you who do you pick as your kind of favorite to win this season from what you've seen so far before we let you get some sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um i like i like monica right now i like uh well i mean it's, I, I feel like i gotta pick any of the returners. I mean, the the Loveless, no one seemed like they really got enough to go to the end. Maybe they can make it to a final five or something, but I don't see any of the, any of the, the loved ones making it. So yeah. I've got to pick, you know, Monica. I, I like Tina. I like Tyson's kind of like, you know, I, I, I look at it differently. Cause I like, how's this being edited? Uh, Who's getting shown a lot? It's yeah. like, if they're shown a little bit and little, you know, like the people that they don't get shown that much, they, they end up lasting longer, and they're, so they're the ones that they Cat and Hayden, so you I don't have a shot. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Well, Troy Zan, thank you so much for joining us this week and getting your side of the story and just giving us your thoughts on the season. And uh, thank you for for staying up with us. All right, it was good coming on with you guys, even though I can't see you. It's like I'm just like <laughs> staring at myself talking. I see a black screen. Um, but you know, it's always good to come on with you guys. Yeah. Just Hopefully so you know, we're, we're both, we're both and, and, really, uh, we're both really cute right now. Mine is Justin's grandma sweater he's wearing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I miss Jerry. Where's, where the hell is I know. Jerry? Oh, Jerry had to go work. She's working up north tonight. So she'll, okay. uh, she'll probably give you a ring or something and, uh, chat with you. She wants to yeah, talk with you. That sounds good. So, so we can watch this on YouTube like you tomorrow. You can. Or you can check us out on YouTube and we'll tag you. Don't uh, worry we'll about that. We'll add it on Twitter and all that sort of good stuff. So thanks for okay. joining us, Troy Zen. Get some sleep. Okay. Take okay. care. Justin Ryan. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye bye. So there we go. Troy's the inside of the story. He kind of read. Yeah, he did. But the one thing that stood out for me during the interview with him is that, did he call Caleb Kaleeb? Yeah, he did. <laughs> what the hell is Kaleeb? Maybe that's the pronunciation. <laughs> what Kaleeb. the hell is Kaleeb and what the hell is Justin wearing? So Stop! those of you at home, look at I Justin's I wore this sweater. before like two seasons ago and you never made a comment. Justin so. is turning into a grandmother. I don't you know, know what? what it happening. is cold here in LA now. It's winter and we're both, we both have 80, a cold. 86 degrees Whatever. today. We got a lot to talk about this episode, right, so go. we got to move forward a little bit. Too bad. We got a caller. Oh, Jesus. Well, let's have this person talk with us about this episode. <laughs> Who's calling? Hello? Who's oh my this? god. <laughs> is this Russell Hans? Uh yes it is. You're live on the air with Hello, Ryan Russell. And oh, am I? Yes. Yeah. Hi Russell. So watch what you say. Why would I be live? <laughs> Why would you call me live on the air? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Russell, what did you think of tonight's episode? Uh I think it's disgusting. It makes me wanna throw up in my mouth. What about it makes you want to throw up? First of all, that girl that we don't know, the Laura girl? Laura, Rupert's, Rupert's wife? No, the other one. Laura M. Laura Moret, the returning player? Yeah, that one, that one. It's like, she was 
so aggressive towards me. And then all of a sudden, she's like the devil. Wait, what? Like she's trying to, she's embarrassing her whole family on the, on this TV show. And you're, why are you saying she's embarrassing her family on the TV show? From the back rub she gave Aris in the beginning of the show? Oh, or? do you not think that? Do you do you not think that that was embarrassing? Do you think that that was okay? I mean, I don't know the context of it. If they had a conversation about it, clearly she's married for twenty years, and it seems like a successful marriage. So I think it's up to her and her husband if uh, that was embarrassing or not. Maybe, oh, they're, yeah, maybe yeah, they're swingers. It's always up it to her be. and her husband. But what I'm trying to say is, do do you not think that that that's not unexpected? I thought it was a little touchy-feely with Aris, you know, a little embarrassing, but I don't understand why you're calling her the devil. I think that's a little bit out of line. Oh, no, she called me. Oh, I get that. And she, but she called me the devil. And, that, and it, this, this is the whole, this is the whole fucking point. Here we she go. She called well, me, wait, listen, yes, listen. we're listening. She called me the devil, and then, and then now, can I not call her? The devil? Yes. Because I never, ever stepped in that kind of boundary. I never disrespected my family like that. Yeah, I might have disrespected myself, but not my family. So so now, you speak highly, Miss Laura. You, you stand up. You do your thing, Miss Christian. Russell, I have a question for you. You played with Laura in Samoa. Is is yes, some of this is some of this anger it seems you have towards her does it stem from your relationship on Samoa where in your season you constantly wanted her out? No. What is this stemming no. from then? Because I'm, I'm confused. I'm not, not at all because you know why? Because I beat her it was four to eight. I beat her ass. It was four the merge was four to eight. There this is where this anger comes from. It comes after the fact. Okay. It's like a bit, the bitter person, the bitter jury. She's owned me constantly okay. after the fact, after it's all over. Okay. So I'm let's... like, oh, hey, I'm the one that should be pissed here. I didn't win. Hey, relax. Relax. I didn't win. So you need to just let me do my thing. Well, but one th- she's on me and on me and on me. Yeah. Well, one hey, thing. Guess what? If you're going to keep on me like that, then, hey, it is what it is, sweetie. Well, you know, in terms of. Well, you, just, you just embarrassed your entire family uh, all right we your get husband? we get the point russell that you think that and i you know i don't want to take that away from you you're definitely entitled to your own opinion right. so moving beyond this kind of hatred or kind of relationship you have with laura beyond that because that is something outside of the game as a viewer of the show in terms of beyond laura what is your take on this season in terms of the blood versus water? Are you enjoying it? Are you hating it? What do you think about this season specifically compared to things that happen outside of the game that fans are not really privy to? Well, I'm 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 semi enjoying it. I mean, you know, you have a few major issues in the show that uh, you know, like uh, Colton, mm-hmm. Colton the quitter, you know, uh, the gay Russell Hands. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 gay the gay Russell Hands quits. 
that's what's so fucking funny about that. <laughs> because you can't even come close to calling him me when he quits. Like, everybody in the world, you might hate me, you might love me, it's, it, whatever it is. Whatever you, whatever you do with me, what you, what you do know is I'm not going to fucking quit. Well, they did call him that before he quit, but that's neither here nor there. Would you have wanted to play with Brandon? How do you think that would have oh went over? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Brandon? Oh, God. You and Brandon. No you, way. You're working. You're working. You're working right now. You no. would have you, you killed him. So let's talk about, you know, real quick, let's talk about the duel Russell with you, and then um, we got to, you know, keep going on with the show. We're, we're a little behind tonight, but we love having you call in. The duel between Culpepper, Candace, and John. We had, you know, husband and wife on, in the duel. Culpepper, John won it, and Culpepper then uh, got second, and Candace went home. You know, what do you think of Candace going home and, uh, you know, her tirade throughout the season of going to Redemption and telling people off? Well, I played with Candace, and I'm, you know, I'm a fan of Candace. I thought she's a great player. She's, she's so strong mm-hmm. and, and strategically and physically. But uh, I knew. That 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 uh, that Brad would take this. Yeah, like I I knew it from the get go because he is so driven right now. Mm-hmm. Like he is in a place right now that that, that only a few people know. And you're and one of them, right? I knew he would, and I knew he would win. I knew he would be successful over some simple challenge. You know, and that's what it was. So, Some simple job. Yeah, John, yeah. with John winning, and he got the clue and gave it to, to Monica again, and she burned the clue to the hidden immunity idol again. As one of the kings of finding hidden immunity idols, Russell, what do you make of the play of giving it to Monica each week and she she burning it each week? What do you think of that? I mean, I I do cringe. I do cringe when her, when I see her burning the idol. But the thing is, the game is well on. Uh, so they would, like, in my experience, I would have already found the idol. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't need like, no damn clue. Yeah, what's going on here? No one's found the idol like, yet. Like, why is this taking so long for you guys to find this idol? Yeah, because they're getting but, each other massages. When I get it, I get it. I get it with a bunch of people like, listen, I am Michael Jordan. <laughs> this is not even considered to who I am. These people, you ask me questions, and I can only, you know, I can, I can tell you how I think. And we love but your I'm opinion. you who this really is. This is what it is. It, it, it is what it is. Well, Russell. I would have already found the fucking idol. <laughs> I would have already the FCC been there. is calling us. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're getting in trouble with the producers. <laughs> the uh, Next time you call in, Russell, we got to watch the F-bombs. We'd lo- yeah, we'd love to have you. Right, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Russell, we actually got to wrap up. We'd love to have you, you know, next time you're in California in the studio with us. You know, I'm sure Jerry would love to see you. Yeah, and, uh, Jerry's not uh, here tonight. They would all love they would all love me. Well, our ratings would go through the roof if you and Jerry were in here at the same time. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling girl, in, Russell. As long as she takes a bath, I'll be there. Oh, my God. <laughs> she always smells good when we're in here with her. But, uh, Russell, thank you for calling in and giving us your thoughts on the season. Uh, hey, you tell your producer to step up because you're about to see a new show with me. <laughs> well, I, I think you have a flipping house show that I've read about. Yeah, so we're, you, we're we know you got your shows coming, Russell. But thank you so much, Russell. Have a good night. We know it's late there on the East Coast. Later, bro. Oh my gosh, oh, Russell is always clearly entertaining. <laughs> I feel like we need to take a commercial break. <laughs> there are no commercial breaks here after, but how much time do we have left? Like five oh, yeah, minutes. What is? What are we at right now? We got to talk about this episode. The, not the timer's. I know up. the timer's broken in here. We're a little confused, but we have ta- to buzz. Deep. Oh wow! What was well, that? we we covered obviously the duel. <laughs> And what are we just not going to talk about what just happened? Well, I mean, clear. Go ahead, Ryan. You you, you got to interpret a little bit on Russell here for me because I know you know what's going on. No, I would just say that. Um, I mean, just like for anyone who's played Survivor before, Wednesday night is your night, so you hang out, have a few cocktails. Oh, so you're implying that Russell was a little. Uh... Come on now, <laughs> he's had a few cocktails. Please, it did sound like he uh, had a few cocktails. No, I mean, we all have cocktails on Survivor night, and I think the. The animosity between him, him and Laura Moret, I think, is a little beyond the game. Yeah, it's what's and, happened after the game. And it's some sort of, you know, that stuff is interesting, I think, if it pertains a little bit to what's going on in the game. But just, I love hearing about hatred, though. You do. I don't. Yeah. I'm more neg- love. I'm more of a negative person. Yeah. All right. What are All we right. talking about? So we talked about the duel and obviously Candace going home, John winning, giving the clue to Monica. She burned it. Culpepper is still in the game. Right. Going what, back you, what did you say when we watched it? You said that he should have given the Yeah, clue. so what I'm thinking is John needs to start building relationships with people that he could align with right. again. In case he makes it back in. In case he makes it back in. He's not thinking about that. His play, I think, needs to be starting. He should start giving that clue to Hayden right. and Vetus. I think that's he should start focusing now. Right. Culpepper, who's the one who masterminded my blind side and outs, I should look at those other guys and realize, like, I could form alliances with them again. Right. So I need to start kind of reforming those bonds instead of right. just wasting it every week with Monica. Yeah, that, it literally is a complete waste. And the whole reason to give it to Monica last week was to put a target, target. on Brad's back. Brad is no longer in the game in the context that he was before. Right. So giving it to Monica again was a stupid move, John. Right, it just was him being a sort of a douche. It was, I don't, that Basically. was a dumb move, John. Right. John. Trying to get Hopefully back. next week you try and build alliances with that clue. Because that's what you do on Survivor. That's what you do on Survivor. Oh my gosh. What All happened right. next? So what did you make? We got Russell's opinion of the Laura Moret massage with Aris. Right. What did you think of that touchy-feely massage that went on between her and Aris? And she's giving it in the context of Aris is the person in the game that I feel the closest to and I'm right. aligned with. I can only describe it in terms of my personal experience okay. and my relationship with my boyfriend. If I was doing that with somebody else and I explained it to him, he wouldn't have a problem with mm-hmm. it. I'm like, I'm trying to do whatever I can, minus sleeping with someone, yeah. to go as far as I can in this game and win a million dollars. Do you think it was um, too sexual I a would massage say, you for know, a married she has woman? kids and everything else, it's a little bit different. Um, I don't if know. Ciara were on her tribe and saw her doing I, that? I would say um, it was probably difficult for her and some people in her family to watch on TV. But yeah. then again, it, there's, everyone does something on TV that's difficult to watch. But then again... It's just, it's just a massage. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. And like, they, you remember they were doing that I was train just massage? Say, the, yeah, the human centipede yeah. earlier, like episode one or whatever. But, like, it's just a massage. She, you know, yeah. they weren't inside of each other. <laughs> 
But no, they were so, not. Everyone relax. And, and I think obviously in a situation like Survivor, if someone's going to give you a good massage, you're going to take it. I was going to say, it looked like a good massage. Like a she had the massage. nails going like right with this part of your head. <laughs> was I, getting goosebumps. I like that part. I'm yeah. going to have Laura give me a massage next time I see her. I think it... it, it I don't. I I wasn't really that upset about it, and I I, I don't know if it's just because I, I feel like she's a married woman of twenty years, right? And I think she would know, you know, if she's crossing the line or not. It's not like a Thailand. Uh, do you remember way back in Thailand with the Gandia and right. Ted debacle? I, I don't would, think it's one of those where she was bumping and grinding during the I night. I would say every every time there's on Survivor or even like Big Brother where someone has a relationship outside, I always I'm like that would be that would suck yeah. to be the other person and watch that. I'm sure we'll ask Laura if we ever get a chance. Was it a big deal with her husband? We'll find out. Let's just get Laura's husband on the show. Well, well yeah, we could do that and too. And we'll massage him. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, one thing that we get to see a little bit more was Tina tonight. We kind of see Tina strategizing, which is always fun. Right. She's he, not just on a camping trip. She's not on a camping trip. And, you know, I know when Colton was in here, he said, Tina, she's way old school and doesn't know what she's doing. Right. I think Tina knows exactly what she's doing. Right. It seems like. Which, t- while he was on the show, she may have been there. Right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It seems like Tina, she's talking to Monica. And she's really sizing up Monica, going, Monica's going to be an asset to our five person alliance, or Monica is going to be someone we need to get right. out. Because I'm, her I'm and sure Brad, Tina has watched every season she knows since Survivor. So even though it's changed a lot, I mean, not to jump to the end, but you know, she did say that line at Tribal where she said, um, What did she say? She, she's done more strategizing in the last yes, five days I than she that. did in her entire yeah. season. In the she said, On outback. day five, yeah. I've done more strategizing in Blood vs. Water than I did the entire season of the Which Survivor. Which is so right. true. But it's also because this game in particular, yes. Blood versus Water, is so complicated. It has so many parts. And even when we go back to the Loved Ones tribe, we get Sierra saying, you know, talking about this season has so many layers. And we keep saying that on this show. This season has so many layers. And we do see a lot of Sierra and Vetus to tonight's episode talking about the Loved Ones tribe and their position in being five people down and, and kind of what that is. And and it's so true. And, and I think... It's going to be interesting next week, not to ruin anything, but we see the promo that they're switching up the tribes, yeah. which will be great to kind of see uh, what's going on with that. What do you make of, this is kind of the first time in the episode or the season so far, we've really seen the toll the survivor, the survival of elements are taking on the cast this season. Katie's losing her toenails. Right. That's just a part of the game. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's crazy that it's happened that, like, it, everyone that goes on these shows knows that your feet is like one of your most important assets. You have to keep them as dry as possible and take care of them. You shouldn't be running around in wet shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of 101 with Survivor, so. Well, um, they, it seems like they are getting beaten up with all those scabs and Sierra with all those bug bites. Clearly, that's right. Survivor. You know just you're going happens. to do that. That's what happens. Right. You're not in the show. I'm glad they're getting outside. that. Yeah, <laughs> this shows you're playing Survivor. Yeah, lose all your toenails. Who yeah, cares? You're, you're, you're playing Survivor. We did get some moments of Vetus that, you know, when I was watching, it's kind of these moments of like, this guy's either going to go far or win it. Right. We get his almost coach like yoga montages of him. He's good he was pretty good and rs is a yoga guy too so the mountains in the picturesque beach beautiful beautiful and there's vetus just saying with brad culpepper gone the mood at camp is so much calmer right they have more of like a kind of good vibe it is yeah i love that they he took the entire tribe up there too and had like a full like kumbaya what do you make of one of Vetus's whole thing is now that Caleb made the big move last week. So Caleb thinks he's the swing vote and in power. Big kahunas. He said he's the big kahunas. Kaleeb. Kaleeb, which, well, he doesn't Whatever. go by Kaleeb. Or maybe he does, to Troy's end. <laughs> uh, 
do you th- Vetus's assessment that he's just got to get on Caleb's good side? That's the best move in the game for him. Right. Well, he was just saying because he flipped so quickly without even playing on it that he's like a wild card. Mm-hmm. And so you have to keep him close and comforted so he doesn't freak out again. Which is smart. Right. Because now, you know, even Hayden said right in the beginning, I don't even know where I stand with the tribe because, mm-hmm. you know, he actually does have a good amount of power right now. So do you think in that tribe right now, Caleb would be the swing vote or the power player? As it is right or now, both. I would say both. Yeah. But... The second you strategize just a tad too much mm-hmm. or your ego gets crazy, it's so easy to get everyone to go and flip yeah. against you. So it's a very, it's a fine line. Yeah, it could, I mean, it could be easy for the other four just to say, he thinks he's got too much power. We know he's not trustworthy. Why don't us four get together and stop being divided right. and move forward in that area? Us four, we also have loved ones left in the game, right. so we have a better shot. So he is walking that fine right. line of, yeah, I'm the big kahunas here. I'm the one in charge. I'm the powerful player of the game. Right. Whereas you could be expendable, and the other ones totally could think, you know, let's keep the loved ones with people left in the game. That's on the true. Show. I don't know. We'll see. Immunity tonight. Let's get to the immunity challenge. Okay. It was your favorite immunity challenge that they've done ever in Survivor history, I was bored. Right? No, I was really bored. I'm sorry. I thought the immunity it's challenge It's a slip was, and slide and a yeah, ring toss. Anticlimactic. It was, there were these giant slides they went head to head. First team to get five rings tossed onto a board, one immunity. So it's you go down the slide, you grab a ring, like almost like a a, a lifeguard's circle. Like life. one, of those, one of those Nerf things that go yeah. up, those oh, plastic yeah. thing. That's what it's like. Yeah, yeah. I don't. All I, don't I can think of is those things lifeguards have to throw in the wall. Those li- lifesavers, right? Like yeah. the candy, something like that. Something like Whatever. That. So then you just toss it under the thing. I was really bored. The, bored. the immunity challenge tonight took forever. Took forever. It really bored me. It wasn't that like it. It's not challenging. I don't know. It just it was kind of. I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Um. But we did get. We got the first immunity win for the loved ones tribe. That's the only good thing that happened. Only good thing that happened. I don't think the the returnees really seemed that bent out of shape about it. <laughs> it was a very lackluster episode. Well, and that's the thing no, too, like, like emotion. Even or when they won the first, this is uh, the fifth episode, and they finally won the fifth immunity challenge. Okay, we didn't even see this like huge celebration. Now maybe it's because they're tempering it because they don't want to rub it in the returnees' faces. But I think this is a point where you, it calls for a big celebration. I don't know. They didn't even seem that excited at all. It was kind of like, come, oh, we won, yes. I don't know. <laughs> it was anticlimactic. It was not good. Yeah, and and even just thinking about the head-to-head competitions and who went and who, nothing really stood out to me in the mini no. challenge. Oh, there's a fight oh, outside. There's a fight outside. Sorry about that. Um, so the they chose, and you know, Jeff offered with the immunity wind reward. And the reward was either taking steak and and, and spices and all that sort of stuff or fishing gear. And they decided to take the steaks and the wok uh, to cook everything in and the oils and the spices and, instead of the fishing gear. Good for them. Good for – you know what? I was kind of like every time I'd be like take the fishing gear. Right. I think they deserve just a yeah. good meal. Yeah. They're in luck. They're merging. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're not merging. There's going to be a swap thing. next week. But yeah, this, I guess it was a smart decision yeah. in the long run, which they wouldn't have known the better decision. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, don't Moving know. on. Moving on. Okay. So this is now. Show. This is now the first time we get to see the re- returning tribe have to 
scramble and strategize before going to their first tribal council challenge. Now, leading up to this point, we have not really seen in many episodes a lot of Laura B., which is Rupert's wife. And we get to see a little bit of her tonight. And a lot of what we get to see is she feels like she's on the outs of a returning tribe. Right. Um, she has nothing in common with them in terms of just the game. She's saying that they all have a common bond together. They've done this together. They've Jervis done this before. Jervis wanted to share her blanket with her. She was so nice to offer Jervis a spot to sleep next to her, and Jervis said no. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I'm okay over here in the sticks. <laughs> I think the it did say, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Her. I get. I feel bad for her in a sense of. Of course, it sucks to be on the outs. It sucks to be on the outs, especially when it's not really because she's done anything. She hasn't done it. She she just you know good for Rupert giving her his spot. Right. But it is a really tough position to be in. And I did watch some of her secret scenes, and you know she has that enthusiasm. She has the excitement of being a first time player. Right. But it's completely kind of brought down. Because she's she has to almost play and pretend and have the mentality of a returning player, so it is a difficult position to be in. For sure. So she's kind of thinking, you know, it's probably going to be either me or someone else, and I'm just going to throw some things out there to see if I can stir the pot. So she went up to Cat, and she went up to Tina and Tyson. They were drinking coconut water, right, or yeah, milk or water, water. Drinking coconuts. And in the immunity challenge, Laura Moret, Laura B, and Monica sat out in the challenge. So in order to stir the pot, uh, Laura B told Kat that the other girls, meaning Laura Moret and Monica, were mad at Kat and Tina for playing in the immunity challenge. Yeah, just making stuff up as she's <laughs> going along. And it was... How many times did we, re- we re- rewind that We section? had to rewind that scene three, three times. times. I could barely say I couldn't rewind. understand what was going on. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what... I was like, what is she saying? I and, don't get what this lie is. Right. And then it, it... I don't know. It just didn't read well on camera either. It was just like, then that was over. And, I, and it was... I love that she made an attempt. Laura B., I, I love that. I'm giving you so much credit. I love that you're trying well, to... every time someone the thinks they're on the house, they do something crazy. Like, they'll pretend like they find an idol. Yeah. They do all this shenanigans to try to save themselves. But it's just like, it's... it's ne- has it ever worked? Yeah. It Rarely. Was, well, it was a tough one because she's saying this to Kat, who Kat is good friends with Monica, you know? So all it takes is Kat to go up to Monica to be like, did you say this about me? Monica would be like, no. Yeah, she knows crazy. she's on the outs. and Which the more crazy she is and annoying, actually the safer she probably yeah. is, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you yeah. keep them around. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, even Tina didn't really say much to Tyson. They all just kind of gave each other these looks like she's crazy. And what, you know, looking at Tribal Council, Kat was giving, every time Laura, you know, it could be editing, but every time Laura B said something about, I feel like I'm an integral part of this tribe, I feel like I'm at home with them, I feel like I'm with them, Kat was just hoodie up, being like, you have no freaking clue right. what you're talking about. She was like about. tying the string, like, <laughs> was closing her face off. I mean, could you see anything else for Laura B to do to try and save herself? No. Not really. What is she going to do? Yeah. Other than plead the fact that no one's going to give me a million dollars because everyone thinks, oh, on this tribe, I'm pretty, like, worthless and annoying. Yeah. It's almost you got to find whoever's in charge and say, hey, I'm a vote in your back pocket. If you want my vote, I'll do whatever you right. want me to Which do. Which works sometimes. You got to, oh, when you know you're in that position, I think you have to take on the role of being a loyal pawn. Right. And that's a strategic decision. Right. If you recognize you're in that position, that you're at the bottom and you know, like, at this point in the game, I need to be that vote for someone. Right. Then take that role, and then when you get the chance, try and flip it. Right. But some people do that role, and they don't even like. Because then it switches for you. It's like, it. okay, I could either be like whatever the 
third or fourth voted yeah. off, or I can make it all the way to the very end, be yeah. final two, make a little bit more money, mm-hmm. and maybe there's a chance I can make yeah. it through. So we see Laura Moret with uh, Aris in the water, and they're you know out there fishing, doing their thing, and basically Laura Moret is saying again that she trusts Aris and she thinks he's you know a good guy, and they have a bond. They don't really have to talk strategy. All she says is, "Tell right. me who we're voting off," and done, done right. deal. We we got this. We're we're a good alliance. Which Aris is a good guy. Let's he's not. Guy. I mean, like, so it's not like she's not making not making that up or got screwed over. Oh, like, he's, he yeah. does. He like has like a aura of like he's a good guy, and he's, you can trust him. Right. You don't need to say a lot to him. He's he on doesn't your side. say a lot either. Mm-hmm. He's very much like you know he's not overplaying. There's a reason he's won before. Correct. The interesting thing that I this is where this season gets interesting, I think, in terms of strategy. So Aris tells Laura, Yeah, we're gonna go Laura B, done deal, you know, good thing. Now what Aris is thinking goes back to camp and he brings up the idea of what if we take out Laura Moret? Because then she would go on Redemption Island to go up against Brad Culpepper. Correct. If we send Laura B to Redemption Island against John and Brad Culpepper, Laura B would probably be out, and there's no competition with the guys. Right. But Laura Moret, she's a challenge beast. She's really good at puzzles. She can do this. She's aggressive. She's determined. She right. is enthusiastic. If we send her to Redemption Island, we could maybe get Brad Culpepper out. out. So Great. It's, like, it's a double strategy. It's a double strategy because now it's, again, voting someone out based off of Redemption Island and the duel. Right. Which usually that's not a part of the game and the strategy. So the other interesting part of that strategy right. is you can convince other people who want Brad Culpepper out, but in his five-person alliance is Monica, who Monica, when is presented the idea, right away, you know, she realizes, right. wait a minute, do I want to send her against my husband? Right. Or would I rather send Laura B against my husband? And she knows Laura Moret has a much better shot on the duel Against her husband. Because right. it also makes it funny, too, because, you know, you, you want to be 100% honest, at least try to be, with your alliance. And yeah. tell them, like, the reason why we want to put Laura in is because she's going to beat Brad. But then you don't tell that to another person in your alliance. In your tight right. five. Your tight five. But then you're hoping that someone doesn't tell Monica. Yeah. And then that, because then that could just flip that whole relationship It could, it could end the alliance. seconds. Yeah. So if he tells Tyson and Jervis. Especially when she's ready to flip for him oh, and yeah. switch like that. Which, yeah. their alliance never even said anything. Like, how, if you were on that alliance and she stood up, I'm leaving, let's switch places with you that also could rub me the wrong way too yeah. like what do you mean you're gonna leave us right now <laughs> yeah i know you love him or whatever but we're a team right now yeah. well and you look you look at tyson offered to do it for rachel too you know honey you make the decision so it's there it's, must have been a discussion with everyone where they haven't said one point, listen i would switch they had to have all asked each yes. other what would they say and tina's probably like hell no tina's the one being like sure i am not switching with sure my daughter hell no jarvis yeah. clearly was yeah, no. yeah so you know and then it's kind of that fine line of you know if you tell Tyson and Jervis, hey, let's get, you know, Laura Moret to go take out Culpepper. And one of them is tighter with Monica than they are with you. And they go, the reason RS wants to put her in there is to take out your husband. It could, it could ruin the alliance. Right. But again, this goes back to Tina. More in five days than in, there's so much strategy that's going on. Yeah. You can go crazy with it. It's, it's awesome. That's why I'm loving this season in terms of the strategy. Minus this episode. This episode was a little lackluster. A little bit. And it could have, you know, it could have been a little more, but so we, I think it's just hard because like, since the first episode oh, was so good, and the la- and like the first episode's never really that good, and even though the last four have been They've really been awesome. good, yeah. So you know, then it basically is going to come down to there wasn't even that much talk. We didn't even get to see anyone really giving their case to why Laura Moret versus Laura B. Right. They just kind of set that up for us. <laughs> they didn't have time. They didn't have time because of the duel and everything right. else that's going on. But the basically, R says you know go walk into tribal council. 
you know, as someone, you know, in a good position, basically, you know, you can't push your agenda too far because then people will revolt or rebel against you. So you have to put it out there and see if it gets it gets people liking it. So that's what we go to tribal council to see which what's going to happen. Is Aris's idea going to get picked up? Or would Monica, not wanting to send Laura Moret against her husband, get more sway? Right. And it turns out that Aris's idea was the one that took the cake. And, right. Because and it makes the most sense. It for makes the most sense. Strategy. You know, I'm sure when he presented it to Tina, Tina was like, yes, awesome, done deal. When he presented it to Tyson and Jervis, done deal. So when you have four out of the five wanting it. Monica's not going to jump out of her, you know, out of her way and her skin to be like, no, we can't send her in against my husband. Right. Um, which was interesting. Cat and in the whole returning tribe was cheering. They were most of them were cheering on Brad during the duel. I think they were. I think they, I think they just didn't like Candace. You know, they wanted Candace out. I, Candace rubbed everyone the wrong way. Yeah. But also, um, they're so tight with Monica. Yeah. So I think that yeah. Monica's they're just showing love and support right. to Monica. So Laura Moret clearly was genuinely blindsided. It seemed, you know, she had their, her eyes welled up with tears and she didn't see it coming and everybody was against her, a unanimous vote against her. Especially because she had just said that everyone sitting here has felt the sting yeah. of having your torch snuffed out and everything. And then, yeah, she, she called out and put Laura B on the spot for, you know, being a newbie and almost like, honey, this is your turn to get voted off. You, right. you know, you can feel the sting. Right. And then it came back. It was like a little right read she was trying to do and then. She, Little read that went yep. backwards on her. So the the thing that I did like, we saw her going to Redemption Island, and she's got a great attitude. Laura Moret, she's there, you know. You, she could have been really pissed off, and she probably was, but she's just, you know, here I am playing the game. I'm good. I can do this challenge. I am still in this game. Right. I like that attitude. That was great. I loved seeing that. And then I think the biggest thing left in the episode was we're going to get a switch next week. We're going to get we a are. tribe switch. It's going to shake up the dynamic. And we have how many left on the in, – we have five on the loved one tribe. And now we have seven? I think so. Seven. So we have that five personal alliance and then Kat and Laura B. Correct. So it's five and seven. But if you look at it – hold on. Five and seven, right? Correct. We still have, counting Rupert's wife, six loved ones and six returnees in the game now. So it's still even. So it is – Kind of still right. even. I don't know how. <laughs> Very lucky. It's you know they've lost four immunity challenges, but they're still even because of the Colton quitting and and that sort of thing. But going into this tribal switch, we have six loved ones, six remaining people. I think it's great to have the switch up. I think this actually gives Laura B a better shot in the game now. For sure. You know maybe she can get back with some of the loved ones and be like, I was an outsider on that returnees tribe the whole time. Let's team up. But now it is going to be interesting to see if it's completely random. And see if loved ones get together on tribes and how it's all going to shake down. Uh, it'll be interesting for sure. And then we did see in the preview as well Tyson talking to Jervis about let's dethrone King Aris. So we know Aris is playing a, f- a fantastic social strategy game, but he, and unlike probably the first time he played the game, people are on to him. Right. So was, now it's Aris's time. He's to not see, just Mister Nice Guy. See if he's looks- going to be able to go. He's coming across round being by round. very strategic even now. Okay, predictions next week. It's gonna be. I, I have no idea since we don't know the switch up. All right, let's have you predict who's going home on uh, the duel: John, Brad, Culpepper, or Laura Moret. Um, I'm saying Brad's going home. You think so? He's going home. Wow. Bye, Brad. Interesting. I'm gonna say, unfortunately, I think Laura Moret will go home. You think well, so? I think John is suited to. Yeah, I think John will return to the game. I think John will too. So but John, I, but Laura is. 
she's solid. She's great. Tons. We'll and see. Like, Brad has stumbled a few times, yeah. especially with puzzles. I mean, granted, he pulled this one out, but this was a very everyone, this wasn't a very hard everything puzzle. Everything has been a puzzle, and Laura Murray is fantastic at puzzles. Right. So we will see. John, if you win again, give that clue to someone who can be in your alliance when you turn in the game. Yes. Yeah. So Ryan, where can everyone find you? Oh, besides no. gossip websites about s- your legal dramas. <laughs> I was besides the hospital because I'm besides, so sick yeah, right no. now. Sorry my voice is terrible. You can find me on Twitter, Ryan A. Carrillo, and go ahead and tweet me and let me know what you think of Justin's sweater. Oh, jeez. I don't know, but I like it. It's comfortable. Uh, you can find me at Justin F. Walter <laughs> on Twitter. And we want to We want to thank, obviously, our call-in guests, Troy Zen and Russell, our surprise Russell Hans call. And uh, Jerry, we're excited to have you back next week. So thank you guys. And we look forward to another episode of Survivor next week. And hopefully, Ryan, you'll feel better. Thank you. You too. And I'll let you wear my sweater next time so you don't get cold. I'm excited. <laughs> thank you, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.